Spring just started the end of March, and with that, we're supposed to do some spring cleaning. But for this episode, we're taking it to a different level. We're doing mental spring cleaning. Join us to find out what that is and how to do it successfully. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I've helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, and welcome back. I'm Craig Ansell, your host, and this is the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We're thrilled that you could join us. Today's episode is talking about mental spring cleaning. Spring is upon us at the end of March, and it's time to get ready, clean up your house, clean up your yard, and get things going. But we should not forget about ourselves. Sometimes we become overwhelmed. Sometimes we forget to take action and just let things pile up. And then there's the, oh, I'll get to it someday, the excuses, the delays. All these things require energy and they can bog us down, especially mentally. That means we might need more fuel, more energy. So what do we do? We might look at certain foods we eat, certain drinks, get another coffee, have another caffeine drink. Then there's the, I'll skip lunch, I'll skip a break today concept. The more you work, the more you'll get done. But it doesn't always work. So for today's show, Mental Spring Cleaning, we're going to jump into each of the four categories I briefly mentioned and talk about how we can do some spring cleaning to help us each be more successful. For the first topic on our category, it's about our minds, how much activity is going on up there at all times, but better yet, how much is being stored up there for future, let's say, for future action, and how much of stored there is being used for short-term action. The more we store in our minds, the more we store in our brains, they kind of fill up. If you've ever woken up in, you know, in the middle of the night and had thoughts and things running through your head, that's what I'm talking about. It's a feeling of overwhelm. It can create anxiety, stress, and in certain situations of extreme matters, it can create just a crippling fear that you can't move forward. Over my years, I've been through different stages of all that that I just mentioned, and I wish somebody could have taught me how to shut my brain off. It sounds funny, and I don't know if you're smiling on the other end of this microphone, but I think you can hear it in my smile as well in my tone, is that, geez, I would just like a restful night of sleep. Well, there's great news. And Craig Ansell and the Career Growth Made Easy podcast have some great tips for you. Number one, they're free. And number two, it's nothing special you have to eat or drink. It's just listening to this podcast. So without further ado, let's talk about that. When we push things off, we fail to take action. And in doing so, we pile up our task list, or as some people say, our to-do list. But I jokingly call it a mental to-do list. These things that you want to do, but 
I don't know, for some reason or another, don't have time, don't have the resources, I don't know, the tools, the money, whatever it may be. Or use that old joke that we say, I'll get to it later, or I'll get around to it later. In fact, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and although it's an older joke, what was um, a, a phrase was coined, I'll get around to it, okay? And somebody printed out basically a very large circle on a piece of paper, simulating like a blown up or zoomed in quarter. They, they cleaned up the inside and put the words round to it in the center. So then they cut this thing out, this piece of paper out. It was basically nothing more than, like I said, a round circle with the words round to it inside. So when somebody on their team would say, okay, I'll get around to it, Craig, meaning they won't take any action immediately, this person would hand out this uh, piece of paper. I think, what the heck is this? Well, you said you'd get around to it. So they gave them around to it. It's just a joke to make people think, wow, I didn't choose to take action now, and somebody gave me something. Next time they say, I'll get around to that, they gave them another round to it. And at the end of the day or end of the week, people counted up how many round to it they had, and it was just a joke to see how many times they procrastinated, how many times they pushed things off. The worst part about this, though, although it might seem like an odd or fun exercise, was that all these round to it, these jokes that we make, we are pushing things off, delaying them, creating more and more tasks in our brain, in our mind. And that can help keep us awake at night. That can help keep us unsettled, create anxiety, stress, and in worst case, like I said, fear, paralyzing fear. So we have to do spring cleaning by being careful with what we agree to take on as tasks and we should set dates and times that we're going to make commitments to do these things. Number one, if you don't think you can do it, but your heart's in the right place, you simply say, I'm sorry, I would love to help, but I don't have the resources or time for that. You may simply have to say no. No is a complete answer. Okay. The next thing, if you choose to take uh, the other approach and say, yes, I'll do that and pick a date and time, you need to give yourself permission. And when I say that, give yourself permission to take action. When you're ready to go home and you've got a few tasks left on your list, do they stay in your brain overnight and kind of haunt you and keep you awake? Or give yourself permission. I'm going to go ahead and get this and this done now. I'm going to check this off my paper to do or task list, my computer to do or task list, and I'm going to get it out of my head, out of my mind. So, if we start to clean up our tasks and activities that we've been holding on to for days, weeks, or months, maybe even your birthday rolls around or a special event like a holiday, some type of celebration, some type of milestone, and then you go, gosh, here's a picture of me on the computer. Here's a picture of me on my phone. I was going to do this, and that was a year ago on this special event, my birthday, this holiday. It kind of makes you pause and think, am I making progress in my life? And that's kind of what I would like to respectfully challenge you, my awesome listener, to. Think about the things that have been going on for days, weeks, months, even years that you meant to get to. This show could be a good time to take a pause and just ask yourself, what are the things that are really holding me back? Am I, am I seeing something every day at my home, my office, on the way to work, something in my vehicle that I meant to repair, so that I meant to throw out something that I was going to donate or recycle? Maybe it simply become trash. Take that action now. Do that physical spring cleaning, but it'll also serve as a source of mental spring cleaning. 
I don't know if you've ever had something nagging you and you're just like, oh, you know what? I, I need to do this. I need to do this. I meant to for quite some time. And then you do it. It could be as something as simple as cleaning out your vehicle, or maybe you have a small trash bag in your car and you know it fills up. And you're like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Like I was talking about earlier, I'll get around to it. And then you do it. There's that, there's that, at least for me, that slight sense of just release, that sense of success, and it's just refreshing. It's kind of new burst of energy. And all I did was throw out the trash or clean out the garbage bag that I have in my car, whatever the case is. Now, that sounds something simple, and maybe you're laughing at me or with me, and that's no problem at all. I don't mind sharing. But these little achievements, these little successes can pile up and make a big difference in your life. So the things that are nagging you at the middle of the night, maybe when you wake up, and sometimes you're in a cold sweat, nervous, upset, try to remember what they were. If you want, log them down at the side of your bed on a piece of paper with a pen or pencil, old school, or jot it down in your tablet, your phone, your computer, whatever you have. Eventually, you'll start to take these actions like we're talking about, and they'll come out of your brain onto paper or computer. You'll clean them up, check them off, and they should be gone. But the only way you're going to do that is by recognizing what keeps you up at night or what bothers you and causes stress or fear and taking action to complete them. So remember that. Identify them, then take action. Give yourself permission to take action. Next, we talk about things that are just always in our minds. Oh, I've got so much to do, Craig. I have so many tasks, so many action items, so many projects. Oh, you wouldn't understand. I'm responsible for so much. Well, depending on your walk of life, no, I may not understand, but at times I do have a busy workload with my day job, my night job podcasting, and also taking care of my family of five, plus the multiple vehicles that we have, so it can add up. What happens, or rather what's common between us, it could possibly be the things that we let rob our energy, okay? There may be things we're doing that we allow ourselves to be sabotaged by, now, you say, Craig, what are you talking about? Well, there's a couple things. First of all, what goes into our bodies mentally and physically, right? The things that we process mentally can rob our energy. What do we allow as distractions in our lives? What do we allow as sources of information? Maybe this information we're letting go into our brains isn't really good for us, right? We have to decide what we choose to let into our brains, into our minds for relaxation and for professional development. Make sure what you're looking at, what you're doing, what you're using, hopefully, including this podcast, is valuable and it means something. Otherwise, this could be something that's robbing your time and ultimately your energy. Also, if you've been listening for a short while, you might know that one of the things I absolutely love is unsweet tea. I thought I was doing myself a great service by switching from sweet tea years and years ago to unsweet tea. I've knocked that out. There's no sugar. There's no carbs. I'm rocking. Okay. Yes, that is a great accomplishment if you can do um, unsweet things, right? Reduce sugar, less sugar, or possibly sugar substitutes. That's another discussion. But the problem with the tea that I wasn't even processing as I would drink cup after cup throughout the day and into the evening was the caffeine. You may have guessed it. So when I talk about things that rob your energy, we have to be careful what we're putting in our bodies. Now, tea, whether sweet or unsweet, 
will have caffeine in most cases, unless it's a special type of tea. But also, there's coffee, the rival to iced tea, okay? Coffee as well has caffeine. Naturally, we would use it in the mornings as we wake up as a stimulant to get us going, to give us some energy in the day. I need my coffee, otherwise I can't work throughout the day. I need to get my tea so I can start the day fresh. Well, that gets us going. That gives us a burst of energy, okay? But then as the day goes on, especially after lunch, we start to slow down, hit that uh, kind of afternoon crash from maybe eating a bigger meal. What do we do? In most cases, fuel up again with coffee, tea, soda, perhaps now that it's the afternoon. But many times, caffeine is back. And I don't think we're realizing how much caffeine we're putting into our bodies. And by the way, caffeine doesn't always come from liquids. It can also come from food sources, specifically chocolates and cocoa. So you have to be careful what goes in your body. Why? Craig, this stuff's giving me energy throughout the day. You're right. But eventually, you have to stop having that intake because you're going to bed. And that energy is a false energy. It's something you consume to push your body forward to push it further and yet your body was tired from the beginning so we have to be careful what we do and what we allow in our bodies that could rob our energy now the opposite to that what do you fuel your body with both mentally and physically do you power through breaks as i said earlier maybe occasionally skip lunches those things temporarily can be seen as aids to help you get through your day but in all reality they're harming you. Studies have been done by others, and they suggest anywhere from 60 to 90 or a maximum of 120 minutes should be your continuous workflow. After that 60, 90, or again, max 120 minutes of continuous work, you should take a break. Why? Your body's not going to give you its full maximum capability. Your um, processing speed in your brain, your body, your focus, your energy starts to taper off. And so taking a break helps you recharge. It can be just a few minutes or a break maybe up to 15 minutes if it's warranted, let's say. Now, what can you do with that break? Well, make sure you shut whatever your activity is off. If it's work, disconnect from that activity, meaning don't go from your computer to your cell phone, then sit in a chair somewhere, you know, maybe off campus or outside or in a break room if you have it, and get on your work phone and go through your emails. You're really not taking a break, believe it or not. You've moved to a physical new location, but your brain is still processing work. So avoid that temptation. Although we have the feeling for many of us, especially those that work in the office, that we should be on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, ugh. It sounds great when you say it, but it's also like, man, I actually have to find some time to take care of myself and sleep, right? Well, these breaks can really help you out. So make sure when you take your breaks, and I strongly recommend that, that you disconnect from your media, disconnect from your you know, social, disconnect from your office environment, your computer environment as best you can, even for a few minutes. And then what do you do with that break time? Do you switch and maybe read a book? Do you switch, listen to a podcast, hopefully this one? Or do you take a walk around in the parking lot on the sidewalk if you have a small lake or a small retention pond to go around, Right. Something different will really, really help you get energized. Then you can come back in, switch gears, and start a new refueling cycle working on that next 60, 90, or 120 minutes. And then let's not forget, not only are short breaks maybe in the morning or afternoon, but especially lunch. 
Take the lunch break that you've been granted is my recommendation. Why? Because if you quote, quote, power through lunch, like a friend of mine says, you might get some extra work done, that's true, but your level of performance typically drops, especially because you've already been working prior to lunch and you didn't take that natural 60, 90, or or 120-minute break point, right? If you don't take that break at those times, your productivity will continue to drop. And at the end of the day, you might just wonder how much you truly got done. So closing up the episode, we talked about our minds, what's loading us down, what permissions we have to take action to move forward, to set ourselves up for success, things that rob our energy by what we put in to our bodies mentally and physically, but also what do we fuel our bodies with, the choices we make. And make sure that you choose nutritious meals, nutritious food, good choices for calories, Try to cut down on things that are heavy and certain, you know, carbs and fats and things, maybe lighter, mix up some meals. Again, I'm not a nutrition specialist, but just try to mix things up and see how you feel after that. And if you have any questions or concerns, always reach out to your doctor. Hopefully you're getting those regular checkups because that's important too. I know many of us, and I'll admit it, including myself, have had some um, adjusted schedules because of COVID. Even though it's tapering off, some of us have had pauses and going to see our doctors. It could be our eye specialist, dental care, vision, whatever it is, right? But we need to re-engage in those services. For many of us that have full-time jobs, we have some type of healthcare benefit, and I strongly recommend that you take advantage of those benefits. That's part of your package, including your pay. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I have been your host, Craig Ansell. If you're enjoying the show and getting any value out of it, I would humbly ask you to please share it with a family member, friend, or work colleague. We are looking to blow the doors off of 2023 and grow like wildfire. The more people we can help, the stronger we can make career growth made easy for everyone out there. Thank you again for listening. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.